Welcome to the CMAX Podcast. I'm Brenda Lee, CMAX Marketing Communications Specialist, and I'm here with Clarissa McCallum once again. Yeah, hello everybody. Welcome back. Today we're really excited to talk jerseys. I know this breed is near and dear to you and your heart, Clarissa. What did you look forward to on Proof Day? Um, I guess Jonathan's going to talk about it a little bit more, but um, I was really looking forward to seeing how Chief came out in the proof rounds. Just I got to work with him in the barns a bit. He's he was a great bull to work with, good producer. So I I was uh, excited to see those results for sure. Great, yeah, and he did so well, and we're so excited to have uh, Jonathan Merriam with us. He's our Jersey program manager to talk about it. Jonathan's been with CMEX for a few years now, but is certainly no stranger to jerseys. He was president of the American Jersey Cattle Association for four years and led sire selection and mating and marketing for Alum Farms and lives right in the heart of Daring in California near Modesto. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And I love anytime I have an opportunity to talk about jerseys. So this is exciting. <laughs> so do we. Um, so just start us off. Did you see any surprises on Tuesday? Uh, so Tuesday with the new evaluations for jerseys within CMEX, we didn't see a lot of surprises or change. Uh, Chief, which I'll uh, touch on a little more, uh, stayed right in there. He actually added another thousand daughters. He now has over 4,600 in his U.S. production proof. Uh, stayed fairly constant, uh, increased a little in production, uh, dropped a little in DPR, but really not much change at all on JPI or cheese merit. And we see that in his offspring. Uh, in general, the CMEX bulls stayed fairly constant in their evaluations. Uh, there's a couple bulls from uh, other studs that did add quite a few daughters and had some changes as a result. And because of that, some of the rankings changed, uh, but I feel confident in our bulls because they they stayed right where they were numbers wise. And, and so that's uh, exciting to see and, and to promote. Uh, with Chief, as I mentioned, uh, adding all those daughters and still staying, actually increasing a little in production uh, as we see out in the field. As I meet with breeders and, and look at daughters, uh, they're just tremendous dairy cows with a, a real will to milk. And you see that in their udders, the high wide rear udders. He does that production uh, with, uh, he's almost 2000 on milk, uh, 92 of fat and 57 of protein, and he's 15 on JUI. So he's got that much production and still has, has the udders. And that's what you see out in the field and hear from breeders. Uh, they're just real excited to get that much production out of good sound uh, udders that are going to last long. Uh, so now he's got all those daughters and the excitement is now in the next generation and and actually the one after that. Uh, we've got some chief sons that are exciting uh, at the kind of the top of the cheese merit list at tied for number two is River Valley Mac Margin. He actually happens to be out of a list well, uh, another CMEX bull. Uh, he's uh, over 1,300 of milk and 137 CFP, uh, good sound udders like a sire, uh, just a real all around production bull. Uh, another chief son, Progenesis uh, Devour, is a former number one uh, genomic LPI sire. Uh, on the US system, he's over 13 on udders, 
over 1400 milk and over 100 CFP. So again, just uh, following in the sire, those good sound udders with good production. And we've also got a young bull, not in the lineup yet, but just kind of exciting in the pipeline. Uh, he's a chief out of a 10 penny uh, that's over 17 on udders, almost 1700 milk. So just uh, we see that type pattern from chief. He just is transmitting that production with good sound udders. So we're also excited on uh, the female side uh, through Chief Bloodlines. Uh, we've got two tremendous donors in our program. We actually have a number, but two kind of work their way to the top. Uh, one is uh, a name that many people are familiar with. They'll continue to be more familiar with, and that's uh, Progenesis Madison. Uh, she's very good, 88 in her second lactation. And she is the dam of the boss, who is actually the number one active cheese merit bull in the breed. He's a got made out of Madison uh, at 845 cheese merit and 171 JPI. I'll actually uh, probably refer back to him on occasion just because of the excitement that he's generating. A few other sons that she has. She's got a 10 penny, which is uh, his name is Mayor. Over 700 cheese merit, almost 12 on udders, and 1,100 of milk. Monarch is a Sinatra, 13 on udders, break even on DPR, uh, which is really good for those bloodlines, and 1,000 of milk. And then a new bull, Metallica, is a heritage uh, son, over 20 on JUI, and 100, over 100 on CFP. Uh, the other exciting uh, chief daughter uh, that is a donor in our program is Jersey Gold Palisades. Uh, she's uh, fairly young, but I think you'll be seeing lots more of her and her offspring in the future. She's a real high cheese merit daughter. And uh, two of her first sons that have uh, genomics are by ZZ Top. And they're uh, both over 820 of cheese merit, the highest at 870 and 176 JPI. So just a lot of excitement uh, coming from her since she's only had a few tested so far. And as we look at the next generation uh, for chief, uh, so now we're looking at the grandsons and granddaughters. Uh, Spiral is another CMEX bull. He's actually a full brother to Madison, the donor I mentioned. He has six sons in our uh, lineup that average nine on udders, 1300 of milk and over 100 CFP. Uh, so again, there's excitement there. I already mentioned the boss. Uh, as I got made out of Madison. He actually just in the last two months, his sons have been uh, getting test results. He currently has 16 sons over 800 cheese merit dollars. Now, some of those do include preliminaries, so they could change a little, but uh, that's just real exciting to see uh, that many already. And then uh, Monarch, who I mentioned, a Madison uh, son, actually has four sons over 100 uh, or 165 JPI and up and 785 cheese merit. So just continuing to really transmit uh, those high production genetics, good udders, uh, just sound profitable cows that really will continue to move uh, the Jersey breed forward, or forward and offer uh, a lot of genetics continue to mate to some of these other high bulls in the breed. So just just an exciting week. Uh, for jerseys and for CMEX.
Thanks, Jonathan. A few weeks ago, you had mentioned to me when we were talking about proofs, some upcoming bows that you were excited about. And I think one of them um, you mentioned was Elvis. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're seeing on his first milking daughters? There's some Clapton daughters and Elvis daughters uh, that are milking. And uh, Elvis in particular, because they've uh, those that I'd seen been milking a, a couple months, so they'd had time to kind of milk off uh, some of the edema and such, and just tremendous udders, lots of height and width to the rear udder, uh, real quality udders, good dairy frames, deep open rib. Uh, so uh, he's an exciting bull uh, that we should see a lot of daughter proof or an increase in daughter proof in the August run. Awesome. And on the LPI, uh, we continue to see a lot of Cocoa Puff inf influence. And, you know, we had some great results from her sons as well. And she herself maintained her number one status. Yes. Uh, Lynn Crest Cocoa Puff is a, an exciting cow, uh, just a tremendous individual. I actually uh, was in Canada a couple of weeks ago and had the opportunity to go to the Lynn Crest herd and not only see Coco Puff, but a number of her family members. And uh, it, it was a great opportunity to be able to see uh, a cow who's had several calves. She's still showing that youthful mammary system uh, carried above the hog with a lot of height and width to rear attachment, strong forward attachment, just good quality udder. She's got a tremendous deep open rib and you can see that passed on to not only her daughters, but also her granddaughters uh, through her sons. And so that's exciting when you've got good traits like that that are then passed on. A uh, couple or a few sons to, to mention that uh, many of us are probably aware of already, but uh, Contour is probably uh, the one that's receiving a little more talk after uh, new proofs last week. Uh, he's a bourbon son out of Cocoa Puff, and 2017 ranks him as number 15 on the genomic LPI list. Uh, and to go with that, he's 10 on confirmation, 6 on memory system, but over 1,100 milk and 180 CFP on the Canadian system. Uh, so just tremendous production to go with that type. I saw a number of his daughters. They've got that same deep open rib uh, that Cocoa Puff has and that beautiful, shallow, uh, well-attached udder. Uh, Caspian is another, actually a full brother to Contour. Uh, they're uh, probably look to be a little milkier, uh, not quite as fancy, but again, that deep open rib, real quality udders, maybe not quite as, as tightly attached as the Contours, but still well-attached, good ligaments. And uh, so he's another exciting bull. I think both of these, as we're watching the Canadian interims, have actually been slowly increasing. They do have a few daughters. They haven't gone into the Canadian official evaluation yet, but we see them in the interims. And both bulls continue to move up as, as the daughters are milking and, and getting scored. And just tremendous excitement around these two. And then a third uh, son that I'd like to highlight out of Cocoa Puff is Broadband. P. Uh, he's a Demos P son. And he's 10 on confirmation, uh, 7 on mammary system, over 1100 of milk and 150 CFP on the Canadian system. He's actually the number one pro dollar and number one 
uh, genomic LPI polled bull of the Jersey breed. And he actually ranks in the top 10 overall for those indexes. So just an exciting bull there again, uh, following that deep open rib and, and sound udder that Cocoa Puff has. I actually, while I was at the Lencrest herd, was able to see his full sister uh, in her first lactation. And again, just tremendous rib and, and beautiful youthful udder. Uh, so exciting uh, to see those three bulls. Cocoa Puff actually has a couple more sons in our lineup, Moonlight and Horizon. And then she's got a one that just received prelim preliminaries last week who looks really promising. He's, he's actually a to be famous son, uh, which is another CMAX bull actually that is uh, chief son. So combining the chief bloodlines with Cocoa Puff and his preliminaries are really exciting. So just a lot of excitement uh, around Cocoa Puff. Uh, her daughters uh, by Bourbon, so full sisters to Contour and Caspian, as well as the Demos P that I mentioned, are actually going to be the dams of the next bull mothers, I'm sure, just as you look at the genetics they have, and, and we'll see what they transmit through their sons and daughters. Just an exciting family and uh, tremendous genetics that they're passing on. Exciting is definitely a good word for that, and a lot of really Great news coming out of Proofs then. Um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and talk about um, our partnership with Viera. We obviously have a lot of bulls in our program through that partnership. And um, just wondering if you can talk a little bit more about that and our future with Viera. The partnership had started before I uh, came into CMEX, and so it was established. But it's a, a partnership that I'm excited about. Uh, I really enjoy working with uh, Peter and Joseph and all those involved with the Viera uh, management. Uh, they've got a tremendous uh, operation there. The con cows continue to look better, uh, are producing more. It's a, a real good herd to have that partnership with. And they understand uh, the importance of genetic progress, of what traits are really important to keep the Jersey breed uh, moving forward and, and competitive. Uh, particularly with protein and, and cheese merit dollars while maintaining uh, good udders and, and good overall production and health traits. And so it's uh, a partnership I'm so glad that had been established and that I can continue to work with. And uh, the results, uh, I think we're just starting to see the excitement and potential of the results we have with that partnership. As I mentioned earlier, uh, the bull Elvis, uh, that's one of the first uh, bulls that came from originally from the partnership. Uh, his daughters have started calving in uh, and they are looking really good. Uh, I think there's real potential that his numbers could uh, move up again. Uh, we'll see in August when uh, more daughters are in his proof as well as having a few more months. Uh, but they look like they're going to with their dairy frames, they're going to continue to milk well through the lactation. Uh, two other bulls from the partnership uh, that have daughters calving in now are Clapton and Tenpenny. Uh, both bulls have uh, seen wide use as young genomic bulls, and so it'll be exciting to see what they do. But Tenpennies in particular, the first ones are uh, Again, this is early on, but they're outperforming what his genetics say, and so he could uh, come up even more. We'll see 
uh, when we have more daughters in the proof. But it's really exciting to see a bull that is known for production and now as a genomic bull. And now as we see the daughters, it's it's following through. And so those are three bulls that will be exciting to watch for in August uh, to see how they do. And then uh, kind of the in the pipeline, so to speak, we've already talked about the boss. That's a bull that came through the uh, this partnership. Uh, Ludacris is another bull from the partnership. Uh, he's a gallantry out of a Skyler, Skyler being a CMAX bull. He's actually the number one CFP bull available at 170. Uh, so with the boss, we've got the number one cheese merit uh, bull available. Ludacris is number one CFP. And uh, ZZ Top is another bull that's come through the partnership. He's an exciting bull. He's actually a Clapton son. And uh, at 774 Cheese Merit, he's going to be the one of the highest, uh, I guess you could say, outcross sires to Chief and Thrasher, who were two of the big genetic bulls, right, proven uh, daughter bulls right now available from Jersey. So that's kind of exciting about ZZ Top. And then we also have Cinnamon, who's a macho man out of a got made, who is the number one genomic LPI bull at 2198. So through this partnership, we've produced the number one, at least available right now, cheese merit dollar bull, CFP bull, and LPI bull. And Cinnamon is, he's a young bull, but he is producing semen now, so he'll be available fairly soon. Uh, so just real exciting. Uh, bulls that are basically right at that availability uh, right now to produce the next generation. And so exciting on the bull side, but also on the donor side. Uh, from our relationship, uh, it's not just one where we're going and, and buying bulls, but we're doing a lot of matings. We have some donors that uh, we own together. Uh, so we do regular IVF sessions and occasionally do go out and purchase donors. Uh, but donors that have been successful, I already mentioned uh, Madison, uh, just a tremendous individual. I mentioned her sons. Well, three of her daughters are having a huge impact in our program as well. Uh, she has a Daniel daughter, Merida, who has one son and two daughters uh, with results that are over 800 cheese merit dollars. Uh, Dorothy is a 10 penny out of Madison. She has one daughter and three sons that are over 170 JPI. And Lamb is a, a chief Madison, yeah, little double up there. But because of that, she's got three daughters and one son over 150 CFP. Uh, so just through Madison, we're able to produce uh, actually through uh, her grandsons and daughters, animals that are at the top of the cheese merit JPI <coughs> and CFP list. Again, going back to that. Uh, part of the relationship where uh, we have that partnership with a dairy who knows what uh, is profitable, and that's that uh, those production values of CFP and cheese merit dollar, and and we're able to continue to uh, produce that through the next generation. It's just really exciting. And then uh, to take it a step further, a few of. Uh, results that are just hitting the ground uh, from this partnership. As I mentioned, the boss is is doing quite well with his sons and we've got uh, one out of a 10 penny. Again, going to that 10 penny, that excitement there, uh, who's 880 of cheese merit and over 10 on JUI. Uh, 
Uh, I mentioned ZZ Top. Uh, he, we've got a ZZ Top out of a 10 penny at 870 cheese merit and almost 1600 merit milk. And then on the female side, a ZZ Top out of a 10 penny that's 896 cheese merit and 181 JPI. And a ZZ Top out of a Johnny Cash, which is one of our CMEX bulls who never uh, was able to pass quality semen to market, but we were able to use it in IVF. Uh, one of those advantages of, of newer technology like IVF, we can still get some of those uh, more elite genetics into our, our program. And we've got a ZZ Top out of a Johnny Cash, actually out of Madison, who is 877 Cheese Merit and 180 JPI. Uh, so just real exciting there. And uh, preliminaries came out today and we actually had a the boss uh, son over 900 cheese merit. Wow. Uh, so just really exciting what's coming through the program. And all of these are uh, that I've mentioned are uh, results from our partnership with uh, Vieira Dairy. So just exciting results and the impact that it'll have on the Jersey breed and continuing to move the Jersey breed forward in uh, basically competitive production in the industry. Yeah, exciting results and a great partnership. And and you mentioned Bovatech a little bit. And, you know, obviously we have Bovatech California, which is another partnership with Vieres. And that's, you know, not only getting great results for us, but, you know, local breeders in California and the West Coast. Yes. Uh, yeah, Bovatech California is actually just about five minutes from Vieira Dairy. Uh, it's nice to have that facility there. Uh I'm able to visit Vieira Dairy often and, and just go to Bovatech because that's where our donors are housed uh, for California. And uh, as you mentioned, they've got a growing clientele. Uh, they've actually expanded the number of days that they conduct IVF because they have expanded the number of the breeders they're working with. Uh, they're getting good results. When I go there and look at our donors, uh, they're well taken care of. Uh, they put a lot of time and effort in making sure each each donor is an individual. They watch them closely to see what uh, levels of hormones they may need, may need, if they need a little extra energy or whatever to keep uh, correct body condition on and such, and take good care of them. And, and we're getting results. Uh, a lot of those uh, calves just hitting the ground are, are results from uh, Bovatech, California. Uh, we do have a few donors in the Midwest, and we use the Bovatech facilities there in uh, Wisconsin. And uh, so that's exciting to have access to those facilities that really uh, understand the importance of IVF, of what we're trying to do with our genetic progress. And they make sure that each individual donor is uh, treated as an individual. They watch them closely to see what what adjustments they may need and whatever it may be if they do need some adjustments. And so it's uh, that's a, another benefit of this growing partnership. Yeah, it's that attention to detail that sets Bovatech apart and it's certainly showing for us and for you know everybody that uses our facilities, whether in California or or Madison or Syracuse or, you know, in Quebec. So it's, you know, really wonderful for us to have that. Probably a lot of people ask you as you travel and you you go a lot of places and you visit a lot of farms and you're in Quebec and stationed in California and you go all over the U.S. You know, I'm sure a lot of people ask you, you know, what should I be using? What genomic bull should I use to get started on these, you know, 
amazing cow families and, and these results at CMAX? So the uh, kind of what I talked to him about is uh, make sure that they're aware of what what traits are important to them. Uh, because we've got uh, formulas like the JPI formula, the cheese merit dollar formula, and those are good places to start. Uh, but sometimes they'll have bulls that may not fit your program or they may miss some bulls that are ideal for your program. So just kind of being aware of what what traits you're looking for. Uh, watch for uh, different genetics uh, to be aware of that. And so that's kind of where I start. And then as as you uh, or as I hear about what traits they're looking at, then I start to talk about what bulls may help with that. We've talked about some uh, bloodlines already that have and will continue to have a, a huge impact on the Jersey breed. Uh, obviously, Chief with his production and uh, udders that are going to go along with that production, those high wide rear udders and and balanced uh, memory system and such. Uh, but as we put more and more production into the, the jersey, we've got to make sure that she continues to have that strength. And so we need to balance that. Mm-hmm. And so it's continuing to watch uh, what bulls are coming uh, that are going to uh, continue to balance that. Obviously, as I mentioned, uh, 10 pennies have been a pretty good cross on the chief bloodlines on on bringing that production in uh, but we've got to be careful to make sure as we make those matings particularly if we're making them for future bulls uh, that uh, we continue to have the udders that will last uh, because if you put too much production in you can uh, lose in in utter depth and such uh, and so it's it's just a matter of watching those matings you don't want to avoid any bull that may be negative in one or two traits if he's also extreme in other other traits you just have to be careful on on how they're mated uh and so uh, the chief bloodlines as i've mentioned are going to have a huge impact uh upcoming bloodlines that i think are are really going to be beneficial uh within the cmex uh lineup are the ten pennies and now zz top uh Thrasher is a proven bull uh, for uh, select sires who also has an impact in CMAX and will have an impact in all AI companies and in the Jersey breed. He has that uh, production that Chief has. He's stronger on DPR, but not as strong on udders. So again, you can kind of balance those out and continue to uh, move the breed forward. That's what we have to always be looking at is is what traits are needed uh, in individual matings, but also in our own herds or in our own programs. And as uh, we're looking for those traits, then that's, uh, we need to be aware of what bulls are available. Uh, obviously from a CMEX standpoint, hopefully we have those traits that are needed, but occasionally it's, it's gonna be uh, outside genetics and we need to do that. We've gotta continue to have uh, what I'll refer to as outcross. Uh, sometimes they're not complete outcross, but just a little different bloodlines mm-hmm. uh, because then you can make that next uh, generation that's going to be even better. So it's Which exciting is, at what options are out there. Yeah, absolutely. That's the goal to make the next generation better. For sure. Okay, well, I guess we have 
one last important question for you. And you've talked about all of the bowls right now that you're excited about, but um, I'm sure you've got a favorite bowl of all time that you'd love to tell us about as well. It could be a current bowl. It could be a current bowl. It could be. I mean, mine is the boss, (laughs) but you go ahead. Yeah. If we're following suit though, it's going to be a really old bull. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. If if you've listened along. Yeah. yeah. This is our fourth episode and it's, uh, it's been older bulls. Yes. Well, this one will be, there are some current ones that are exciting. I've mentioned chief. I think he's going to have a tremendous impact on the breed, but uh, my favorite all-time bull, and I know a lot of Jersey breeders will be familiar with him, but that is Highland Magic Duncan. And he he's just had a tremendous impact on the Jersey breed, on bringing production into the Jersey cow, but also working uh, kind of as uh, one of the first well-known crossover bulls because he was at the top of the JPI list, had daughters at the top of the JPI list, but at the same time had daughters that were a grand champion at the All-American and Madison. Just tremendous uh, transmitter of of dairy frames with sound udders that milked well and lasted long. Uh, He really brought attention to the Jersey cow, particularly the Holstein breeders, uh, to be able to see this small brown cow can really work hard, pay bills, and make an impact on the bottom line. And uh, what uh, not only is he my favorite, kind of because of his influence on the Jersey breed, but there's also a personal, uh, I guess you could say, personal relationship with him. Uh, okay, this is up- what we really want to know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I grew up on a family farm. We milked uh, 250 Jerseys and 150 Holsteins. Uh, farm name was Riverview Farms uh, here in Hickman, California. And we were part of the original Jerseyland Sires group. And they would actually uh, travel back east, buy about 10 bulls each year, and then bring them back to California. And we ended up collecting them, but after they were collected, uh, they would actually be housed at the different partner her- uh, herds. So we actually housed Duncan here at our family dairy. Wow. And he ran with the heifers. And uh, so we actually ended up with quite a few of the first daughters. And one of his daughters uh, actually scored 87 as a two-year-old, ranked really high on the list. And they asked her to consign, asked us to consign her to the All-American Jersey sale. And at that time, they actually sold more cows than heifers because it was before genomics. And she stood, if you've been to the All-American sale, you know that that end spot is the prime spot. And that's where she stood. And that was really my first experience with the All-American. And it got me more involved with jerseys on a national level and really was a one of the big stepping stones to get me uh, to advance in the Jersey breed and the Jersey programs and such. And so not only did Duncan influence the Jersey breed, but he played a role in in really helping me become more involved in the Jersey breed as well. So, so he's awesome. uh, 
he'll always hold that top spot. I don't think anybody can take it from him. Well, and we're only on episode four, but I think you win the storytelling on favorite bull award for sure. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, we thank you so much for being with us. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up or talk about from April proofs are looking forward? I think we've covered a lot of ground and there's a lot of information. Um, Great stuff. I, I think that's all. Uh, jerseys are an exciting breed to be part of right now. Uh, we've got a lot of bulls and, and some variety in bulls to continue to move the breed forward and be competitive. And I'm just uh, exciting to still be a part of this breed. I used to be kind of teased about uh, showing jerseys, and now they're a very well-respected breed, and we see that in the progress that they make. And so it's a exciting time to be with jerseys. Absolutely. And an exciting time for jerseys at CMAX. There's a huge focus on jerseys and development in your program and the results are really showing and we're just so proud and and grateful that you had time to be with us today. Well, thank you. If you like this podcast, give us a four-star review. It really helps others find the show and learn more about CMAX, our people, our programs, and our services.